Hey there, everybody. For those who don't know, this show used to be a Patreon-only show. However, now I've decided to release them all out to the public. Over the next couple weeks, I will be releasing these shows entitled From the Vault. So if you're listening to anything that seems outdated, it's because it was recorded last year. Please enjoy the show. If you're listening on YouTube or Rumble, please hit that like button, subscribe, and leave a comment. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, go ahead and leave that five-star rating, okay? It really does help the show. And I love you, and I thank you for it. All right, we'll see you soon. People are strange. Strange. Is that strange? That is strange. Strange. That is strange. Wow, that is strange. This is strange. Is Hillary Clinton the whore of Babylon? That's right, folks. We're going there. We are going there today. <laughs> it's going to be a big one. Oh, boy. Yeah, so this is a question of all questions. Let me tell you. I found a video from Skywatch TV. Now, this is Tom Horn. Now, everybody remembers Tom Horn. He's a radio TV personality, author of many end-time novels. Tom Horn was describing Hillary Clinton could be the whore of Babylon. Remember, pardon my American, we did do an episode about the dark side of the Clintons and the Clintons' dark path and then how they would go to Haiti and they got exposed to a little voodoo over there, over in Haiti. Nonetheless, back to the whore of Babylon. Horn claimed that the stolen emails posted by WikiLeaks revealed that Clinton had filed her 2016 presidential campaign with occultists. And yes... The Podesta emails, the email from John Podesta saying something about, are you going to join the spirit cooking tonight, John? I hope you can make it, John. We're going to have Marina come over, Marina Abramovich. She's going to have these awesome Menses cakes. No, I don't know. if the, I don't know if they actually ate the Menses cakes like uh, the people that we're going to talk about do, but maybe we can play the video first. You guys can hear it. Hear what... Mr. Horn has to say. This was very connected to the 2016 run-up to the election with Hillary Clinton. Uh, the WikiLeaks revealed that there were occultists around her who believed that she was actually the fulfillment right. of that those experiments in the desert called the Babylon Working, mm-hmm. where the founder of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory uh, and actually the founder of the Church of Scientology, mm-hmm. L. Ron Hubbard, they get together, they're conducting the Babylon Working, ritual sex magic for mm-hmm. one purpose, to bring through a dimensional veil into our reality the archetype divine feminine, the whore of Babylon, <sighs> right? To incarnate it within uh, a female that he believed would grow up. He wrote about it in his biography. She'll grow up. She'll become an influential, worldwide-known feminist who will help give rise to the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. They believed that that was Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. Uh, In one of the other programs, uh, maybe we can get into all the details about why that is so and the importance of that uh, that's been announced now that Hillary Clinton is very likely going to run for president again Again. (laughs) in 2020. But guess what? In 2020... She will be 72 years old. Ah, This is one of the most, again, one of the most important occult markers. Uh, And it's going to, again, cause the occultists around her to believe that she is the incarnation of that entity, which, by the way, 
One year after this child was supposedly born in 1947, the year Hillary Clinton was born, mm -hmm. another reason they believe she is, mm -hmm. Jack Parsons wrote a book called Book of the Antichrist. And in that book, he says that this one-year-old child now, the spirit of it came to him in a vision, said, I'm alive, I'm on the earth, I'm doing well, I'm going to grow up and help the Antichrist come to power. And oh, by the way, my name. This is in one line of <laughs> yes. the book of Antichrist written in 1948. My name is Hilarion, which Hilarion. is the arcane Hillary. Yes. So you have to ask yourself, why the occultists around her believe that? Well, mathematically, who else was named Hillary born in 1947 that became an internationally known feminist that has the power to take the reins of the most powerful nation on earth? I'm just thinking about Hillary Clinton. I'm thinking, okay, what is the whore of Babylon, right? What is this thing? And and Tom Horn said that it was the whore who's riding the, the seven-headed beast, right? Babylon, the mother of abominations, was created by Aleister Crowley. Babylon, B-A-B-A-L-O-N, the mystical goddess Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard ultimately hoped to conjure, was mostly a creation of English occultist Aleister Crowley. It was inspired by Babylon an entity in the biblical book of revelations. Now here it is. Here she is. The whore, <laughs> the whore of Babylon, you know, the scarlet woman, she's dressed in red. Some say that she wears purple too. Right. And that's, that's something weird that I want to kind of bring in too, because, uh, Hillary wore purple a lot. Right. There was all these articles about it. Why did she wear purple when she lost? And when she was giving her concession speech, what is this Babylon working thing that he is talking about, right? And where does this whore of Babylon fit into that? What's going on with that stuff? So I've been, I've been looking a lot into Jack Parsons. He was basically the founder of Jet Propulsion's laboratories. I mean, the guy was a, uh, an alchemical genius, we'll put it that way. He was the first rocket scientist. So back in the day, he came up with jet fuel. Rocket fuel. Uh, he was one of the founders of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena in 1943, and he became intrigued with Aleister Crowley's occult organization, the Ordo Templi Orientis, the OTO. Parsons took over the leadership, so he got into this OTO, and within a couple years, became the leader of the, uh, the organization in Pasadena. Parsons frequently was heard reciting Crowley's him to pan for good luck before rocket tests. And that sort of thing doesn't go unnoticed. So, I mean, imagine you're working at your jet lab. You see your uh, homeboy over here doing him to pan before the rocket tests. And you're going, wait a second. What? What just came out of your mouth? He was a man of many names, Jack Parsons. Marvel Whiteside Parsons was actually his his birth name. And I've heard stories about Marvel, uh, the comic book. The character Iron Man is roughly shaped around Jack Parsons. That's just what I've heard. In 1945, Parsons was asked to leave JPL, Jet Propulsion's Laboratories, because of his, quote, disreputable association with the OTO. He soon began renting out rooms in his house to artistic types which is how he met Hubbard. Parsons and Hubbard's friendship soon soured, however, when Hubbard became involved with Parsons' girlfriend, Sarah Northrup. Despite this conflict, the two proceeded with their plans for the Babylon working from January 4th through the 15th of 1946. 
So L. Ron Hubbard and Jack Parsons went out to the desert together. And things got weird. Things got really, really weird. L. Ron Hubbard controlled the Babylon working while Jack Parsons jacked off. No joke. Hubbard conducted the rituals with Parsons allegedly under his complete control. The ritual itself involved many occult symbols and a sexual frenzy. The Babylon working rituals, which sought to conceive a child of the astral plane, who would eventually usher in the goddess Babylon. Following one performance of the Babylon working that took place in the Mojave Desert on January 18th, 1946, Parsons had an epiphany that his efforts were a success. He returned home to find Marjorie Cameron. He immediately determined that she was Babylon and enlisted her as his partner to complete the working, meaning that they performed sex magic rituals in the desert while Hubbard looked on and took notes. There was this... uh notion that the Babylon working opened up portals. Portals allowing UFOs, allowing beings to enter this dimension. Gets weird, man. It gets weird, man. Some UFO researchers believe that the first flying saucer and gray aliens incidents, particularly Roswell, stemmed from the creation of the entity envisioned by Crowley and later by Parsons. So a sketch of the Enochian entity from Crowley looks strikingly similar to the quintessential grays. Theories claim that Parsons did indeed successfully usher in Babylon, though she wasn't a goddess, she was a gray, or an extraterrestrial. Prior to Hubbard and Parsons' rituals, Crowley illustrated beings strongly resembling grays. On a trip to uh, New Mexico in 1946, Parsons allegedly contacted an extraterrestrial from Venus. These purported happenings were followed by the infamous events at Roswell in 1947. So right after all of these rituals, you started having things happen. Roswell, you know, in the 1950s, they go out to the desert. What did they do? Did they open a portal? Did they bring in something from the other world? And honestly, this isn't the first time that this has ever happened in history. These teachings were something that Aleister Crowley got from ancient Egyptian texts. So he's practicing something that someone undoubtedly has practiced in the past. So it's interesting to think about when you see all of these ancient alien shows and you see this cryptography or this um, writings on the wall that look like aliens. It makes you wonder if they were reciting some incantations that open some portals. It really does. Now, Marjorie. Cameron, um, Jack Parsons did ask her to provide him a sign. He was concerned. He wasn't sure if she was the elemental that would be used to bring about the whore of Babylon. She provided some proof. She said, well, I saw a UFO. And it was the shape of a long cigar, like a silver cigar, like the Tic Tac UFO. So did she see the Tic Tac UFO way back when? Don't know. Um, Jack Parsons followed up the Babylon working, which was concluded on March 4th, 1946, by deciding that it was time to create a moon child, a kind of messiah of, of the Aeon of Horus. The Babylon working was meant to initiate the Aeon of Horus. Now, the Aeon of Horus can be equated to the age of Aquarius, the coming new age, the golden new age, the dawn of a new age. And this has to do with the... Um, 
the precession of the equinoxes, right? Each precession, each aeon would be about 2,160 years. I think that's right. Despite the aeon of Horus allegedly having already begun, the Babylon workings attempted conception of the moon child sought to, quote, bring to fruition the aeon of Horus. Parsons seemingly believed that the Babylon working would immediately produce the divine child, but the rituals were unsuccessful. Some have said that Marjorie's failure to become pregnant was a clear indication that Parsons failed to produce the intended Messiah. Others say that this was a misinterpretation of what Parsons was doing and that the moon child could have been born from any woman anywhere on earth. Now think about that. Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard go out to a desert, perform sex magic rituals, and create a moon child in someone else. It's, it's interesting to think about. It sure is. I mean, if you can impregnate somebody from afar, whew, now you got to start thinking about Jesus, Mother Mary. How was she impregnated? Magic? I don't want to say... No, I don't want to get all, I don't want to push people's buttons, but we're, we're exploring things here, people. Crowley's 1917 novel Moonchild was the inspiration for the Babylon working rituals. Crowley wrote this book and it details the conflict between white magic and black magic over an unborn child. Hence why the Babylon working sought to usher in a child from the astral world. Those who practiced the white magic wanted to produce a moon child who would eventually save humanity. Creating the Moonchild would require a series of rituals much like those Hubbard and Parsons attempted. The Babylon working wasn't the first attempt to conceive a divine fetus. Sexual magic, as practiced by Crowley, though seemingly focused solely on libertine pleasures, was sincerely focused on conceiving a divine child. Crowley did clarify at one point, however, this notion was hardly new. Many ancient religions and magicians have attempted to create godlike children throughout history. People do this. Celebrities do this. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, they, I believe, are trying to have a moon child. And if you remember, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, they were pregnant and they had an abortion on a full moon in October 2020. It wasn't a miscarriage and it was an abortion. So they killed their child on a full moon. You know, if it's an abortion, what did they do with that? Were they trying to create a homunculus? Remember this? The perfect soul is, or the, the perfect soul in a proper person is called a homunculus. The magical work upon which this is based is said to be derived from Francis Bacon, Albertus Magnus, and Paracelsus, who were all reported in occult circles to have captured souls and placed them into brass statues. The Hittites, the people of Asia Minor and Syria, have long sought the ability to create a superman and superwoman. Okie dokie. And yes, they talk about the Illuminati's inside occult history places the Hittites in their ancestry. In 1917, long before Superman appeared in the comics and movies, Aleister Crowley was writing about a superman. The magical idea is to create a soul from a fourth dimension. In the book Moonchild, the villa used to produce a moonchild was called the Butterfly Net. The Monarch Project, right? 
is also an allusion to the Moonchild Project, where butterflies are an allusion to souls, what Christians call demonic spirits. Uh, the Moonchild rituals are rituals to demonize a fetus. However, the demons that are invoked are not the small ones, but are very powerful ones. In working with the victims of this programming, it is clear that high-level demons were placed within the people at very early ages. It is believed many of them were demonized before they were born by rituals like the Moonchild rituals. Blood sacrifices and human sacrifices are always required at this level of magic. Alistair Crowley was a Satanist and a 33rd degree Scottish Rite Freemason. He wrote Moonchild, first published in 1917. The idea of the Moonchild is by use of black magic, a perfect soul can be captured. The belief in reincarnation, which is prevalent among the Illuminati and Satanic groups, and it lends itself to the beliefs that souls compete for a particular embryo. All right, so on page 107 and 108 of Moonchild, this idea is expressed, quote, to produce a man who should not be bound up in his heredity and should have the environment which they desired for him. Now, take as that what you will. Uh, and remember, the, the idea of this moon child the, in the book was you had white magic and black magic fighting against who will control this moon child. Will the moon child save humanity? Right? Or will the moon child uh, be the death of humanity? Am I right? So very, very interesting stuff. Now, Hillary Clinton, yes, she was born in 1947, a year after Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard went out and performed the Babylon working ritual. And then all of a sudden you have this one-year-old girl show up in a vision to Jack Parsons saying, yes, I'm here. I made it. You are successful. My name is Hilarion, blah, 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 blah. Many people said the fact that Jack Parsons did not have a child was not able to create the moon child, then he was unsuccessful. But like we said before, just because Jack Parsons didn't have the moon child doesn't mean that the moon child wasn't created somewhere else in the world, right? Now, there's speculation that that could be Hillary Clinton. But someone else was also born in 1946, right around this time, and he was also born on a blood moon. And that person's name is Donald Trump. Yes, Donald Trump was born on a blood moon in 1946. Yes, in 1946, during a blood moon, moon child, born on a blood moon, a lunar eclipse. Nonetheless, this is what we're going to be talking about next time. Because Trump is all wrapped up in these blood moons. He was born during a blood moon in 1946 right after these uh, rituals happened out in the desert, trying to create a moon child. And he had, there was also a blood moon on January 20th into January 21st, 2019, which came at the exact midpoint of Trump's first term in office. There was also a super blood moon or a super blue blood moon over Jerusalem the day after Trump's first State of the Union address. So there's something going on with... Trump and the blood moon. All righty. Now we will talk about this on the next show because it is very entertaining. And I found a video that we will be discussing and we'll kind of be going over Trump and is Trump the moon child that was brought here to save humanity 
by the white magicians. White magic. Seems like a big old stretch, right? Yeah, because it is. It's probably, you know, very much is. But this is what they, this is uh, culty stuff, right? And I'm bringing in politics. I'm bringing in Hillary Clinton. I'm bringing in Trump. And I'm not taking sides. I'm just looking at what's out there, right? So, you know, if you're offended, I apologize. A lot of this does seem like quacky stuff because honestly it is. Whether or not Hillary Clinton is the whore of Babylon that will bring upon the Antichrist and bring upon the end of the world, it depends on what world we're talking about. Is it the end of the age? You know, is did Hillary Clinton usher in Donald Trump to bring the Aeon of Horus, the Age of Aquarius, the end of the Pisces Age, which is the Age of Jesus Christ? Will there be a new God? Oh boy. Now we're getting out there. All right. Well, yes. Until next time, everybody, keep it real and sayonara. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.